Rise and Shine is the podcast for the high achieving entrepreneur who is here to make big, big, big impact. Who knows who can do it and who wants to have it all without any sacrifice from their life. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful people. How are you going? It has been a while. I have been, um, this February have been quite a bit of healing month for me. Um, so I apologize for not being present on this podcast. And I wanted to talk about emotion and energy for a while. Yet I just didn't have time and sort of energy really for me to do that so it's been waiting for the right moment and the right moment has come so <laughs> here I am and just so happy to be here and doing this and sharing my insights with you and I hope you have a beautiful beautiful week it's just started to we just started to see some sun here in northern rivers New South Wales Australia it's, it has been quite a bit of wet and grey times and that also brought a lot of emotions to a lot of us plus Virgo full moon. I don't know if you care about astrology, you might not be but I do <laughs> and I do go through all the full moon cycles myself. But my main thing this month actually has been, um, I had a car accident, just a minor, just a minor damage at the back of my car, nothing really super important. Um, however, this created a shock in my life and that I kind of suppressed or I just didn't care or I, you know, I even had a video on my Facebook page right after the thing. I was like oh, what do you do after the car accident, you know, if you fall on the fall from the horse, you just literally get back on the horse and ride it because that's how you sort of stop that trauma in that moment of, you know, fearing the car again or fearing that or feeling like everyone's going to hit you the next time you ride a car. If you ever had this type of experience, um, this is what I've done for myself and there could be so many other ways to deal with it. I just had fear coming up, I had anger coming up, I had like the shock moment and I just, yeah, just been kind of quite a bit of uncontrollable situation myself, like thrown out of my, you know, way and energy <laughs> into something a little bit messy and difficult. So what I realized is um, I kind of suppressed it, actually. I didn't deal with it straight away. And I had to do it because I had children in the car, you know, I had to, I had to do something. I had to treat myself in the most quick and possible, um, most practical way that is possible. <laughs> and that was it. That was what I had. And I used that tool and I got out of the situation and I kept driving my car, right? Later on in the month, I realized that this thing actually, you know, had to be dealt with, of course, properly. 
<laughs> not like that. So finally, after a month of coming and going and putting me a little bit low in a low vibration situation, affecting my hormones, affecting my body, affecting my emotions, I and there was other things in my life as well. It's not just this thing. But what happens is sometimes there is a moment in your life that creates a shock and this wakes up the pain body and a lot of other things come up and this is sometimes as a human being we we see this as like a kind of overwhelming moment we we are like everything is coming up in this moment like I don't understand what's happening it's actually the pain body is waking up I think this is Eckhart Tolle's um example the pain body it comes from like particular writer but I have to remember the name I'm pretty bad with names but anyway it's like I, I feel like I'm getting aged like I forget why I read that so I'm sorry for that normally I love to give credits to every single person uh, for their work because you know it's their work um, so this is quite interesting um, story related to today's podcast that I want to share with you. That's why I talked a lot about myself at the moment, um, is that emotion and energy is connected. So, So when we, you know, when we suppress some of these emotions and feelings that we go through, we create a blockage in our system. Our energy, our um, life force energy in the body, which is our kundalini energy, is meant to be free. It's, it's meant to be flowing around and clearing and cleaning and energizing and nourishing and healing. So this energy moves through the body. For example, if you have a problem in you know, energetical imbalance in some part of your body, this energy carries through through healing from another part of your body into that part of your body. So it creates this like balance in the energetical system itself. And you also actually can see and feel this medically sometimes that some of the really healthy organs feed some unhealthy parts of the body, you know. So... However, when there is an energetical blockage in the system, when um, you can also explain it in the chakra system. I don't want to go too deep in that because then I will get completely (laughs) out of this conversation. I don't want to do that. Uh, When there is like, think it like a bottle, the neck of the bottle, if the neck of the bottle is kind of closed... Uh, you cannot put water into that bottle, right? Or the water that you have in your bottle cannot get out, flow out. Um, So this type of energetical blockages in our system creates imbalances, creates physical symptoms, creates disease, which is illness, Um. And it needs to be actually properly looked after, you know. And this energy type, energy healing is usually something that never comes to people's mind at all. People will go to the 
you know, doctor to visit for symptoms of like headache or, you know, and I'm not saying don't do that. Of course, that's part of another way of healing our body and physical um, being, which is very important. I encourage people to get their blood tests and everything so regularly so you can actually have a look at what's going on. However, it is not enough. This is why there is now integrative medical systems. There is now more um, naturopaths are supporting or alternative therapies are supporting the classical, traditional Western medicine because there is a gap in there and the gap is the energy, really. You know, um, whether it is the energy that's coming from food that you eat, whether it's the energy of your environment, like where you are and what sort of people are around you and what are you dealing with, you know, which also affects your emotions, right? Which is not even directly your emotion. That's the other thing. It's like the energy affects the emotion is that your aura uh, your energy field is open to other energy fields. So, for example, if you stay in a lift with a very angry person for, say, I don't know, um, two minutes, <laughs> let's go up to 40th floor or something on a big, tall building, and the person is completely, like, red and almost going to stomp the floor, like, super, super, like, visualize a really, really angry person just talking about it I actually feel it so I don't even want to go there so much because it just creates this feeling of um you know we feel their feelings right so this is how energy moves through and some of the emotions that you feel in your body is not really yours it's just coming is someone else's suppressed or not really expressed or expressed emotions. And um, so when it is like that, it's really good to ask yourself when you feel some sort of emotional imbalance within yourself. This is one of the number one things that I wanted to actually bring up in this podcast is that if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to, really deal with it there are a couple of ways that you can actually do a little bit work on yourself um on just recognizing that emotion you know not really actually we trying we're not trying to actually sort things out here we're not trying to diagnose you we're not trying to cure the condition we are just holding the condition and trying to be really radically honest with it whatever we're going through because this is the number one way of um, not suppressing it, <laughs> dealing with it, you know. And this is what I had to go through myself. So it's actually really, really timely for me to share this with you. Because it's coming from a super authentic place of literally having to go through all of that myself. Which is what life is, right? So yeah, it happens all the time. And I hope it helps someone else out there. So... Number one thing to ask when there's like emotional imbalance is that, is it really mine? Is this emotion that I'm feeling, the tightness in my belly, the headache on my head, the various anxiety, is it really mine? This is a really interesting question where we forget 
about the energy part and we usually own it as ours and we go you know, into symptom solving and <laughs> looking for advice and all of that. But just before then, ask this because, uh, for example, particularly myself, I have very good way of dealing with stress. Even if it's like in my environment, I'll be able to hold the stress for a certain amount of time. I'm good at it. I know this. But when it comes to anxiety, like I'm not very good at it. If there's a person around me, that has a lot of anxiety and that is constant, it will tip me over at some stage and I will start feeling their feelings. So I am aware of this, right? And I, I, it helps me to also set energetic boundaries around anxiety, for example. That's a particular thing that I find it hard to deal with because it's very unnatural to me. I'm very like, I don't have a lot of anxiety within myself, so I can't even recognize this. Um, you know, I trust a lot and I do do I do all these other things to actually help anxiety, I think, very naturally. So even when anxiety comes, it can't just survive in my system so much. And so like I had times of anxiety recently and I was like, where is this coming from? It's not mine. Like what is happening? And I found actually where is it coming from? And I made radical decisions about this places and people and you know because my energy is the most precious and expensive thing to me like I don't want to keep trying and experimenting and hanging out with the same 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 conditions people programs or whatever it is to tip my um, calm over to anxiety you know and I can't afford that because like my work obviously is around energy. So I have to be able to be balanced to be able to offer something to another person. Um, so is it yours or is it theirs? It's a really good place to, good question to ask you. And um, second thing is um, like this, I talked about a little bit about this pain body. So if you had something a little bit more um a bit bolder than other situations I don't want to say like shock but something that's a little bit different you know like for example we had corona last year that's what happened is we saw a lot of emotions all over the place in our body in our family people in the community what was happening is it opened a door for people to feel right so, like, for example, my car accident opened a door for me to feel this, um, not felt feelings, the, the heavy feelings, the suppressed feelings, maybe even all traumas, you know, it's like really difficult to name it. But when there's something awakening your pain body, which also brings a lot of insecurity within yourself and fear and all of that. You know, for example, think about a landlord coming and telling you, hey, you have to leave tomorrow or something like that. Some unexpected news could open the door and awaken the pain body. And then that triggers other things. So it becomes this like gets bigger and bigger and bigger in my in my experience with myself and other people. And that that is really the moment of stopping trying to like figuring out yourself and really asking for help. Um, I found this is the best thing to do, really, because 
We can overanalyze things. We can just, you know, go around and around and think and what happened and why it happened. Like, I'm a little bit like that. I can be quite, um, I'm a very intellectual being. Um, as well as being spiritual, I have this uh, highly like analyzing mind I almost can't stop that so when I go through things if I also start to analyze myself it's like a rabbit hole that I will never be able to actually land on anywhere so that is the moment for me to stop doing that and asking for help and just just go and talking to someone else who can see my blind spots who can help me through who can just give me that unconditional space they would like to be right like safe space to be to be able to hey you know I'm actually scared or I'm feeling anxiety or like I don't know what's happening you know whatever that is and not judging myself not judging myself not judging yourself because I mean what are we judging for we are feeling it um for me it's like there is a part of the difficulty in asking help is usually the disappointment with myself I feel disappointed and I've seen this in a lot of other people who are high achievers they will feel like they have to figure it out themselves they're like I know everything I you know there's this ego in ourselves as well we feel like and we do know a lot of things if it was another person who came to me with my symptoms, I'll be able to actually help them through. But when it is me, it's difficult. It's like, I mean, you cannot be everything, right? It's just like, we. part of me was like, no, 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 this is it. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like a little tantrumy child. Um, at the same time, you know, there is a disappointment part in it, of course, because I got the message, I, I had the warning sign, I I was doing other things, I could literally stop and listen myself, I just didn't, so I went over the um, period of healing, and then that just became a bigger thing, and then again, wherever you are disappointed, that's okay to turn back, that's okay to stop, even if it's like you went way too far, and you're like about to lose it. Even in that moment, there is a place where you can stop and look back and actually walk slowly backwards. Any moment in your life, guys, there is an opportunity for change. Like any single moment, even at nighttime when you go to bed, you can change yourself. <laughs> like there is a place to turn back and walk back. Um... And it is very, very hard when we're going through emotionally hard times because it's like, obviously, we cannot see the way out. That's why we're going down, right? So I really, I want to underline that there are people, there are places, there are situations, there are resources where it can be super helpful um, rather than analyzing and analyzing and just like, you know, getting lost in that loop. Um, so when we talk about the energy and the emotion, yeah, I want to give you one more example, like this, you know, apart from that lift and anger person <laughs> is that, um, 
for example, like when this energy in the body is not moving, it is sometimes also it causes us to gain weight as well. And that could be kind of hormonal. There's like a lot of other things could go around. Partially though, it is emotions that we don't want to deal with, that we suppress them. So because energy is not moving and then we suppressing the emotions, what happens is like we gain weight. And and then, you know, whenever we're ready and we start actually taking action and more exercising or eating better things and start losing this weight, what we realize is some new emotions are coming out, right? It's like sometimes it's like grief comes out when you're losing weight, which is like, what, you know, or some other type of insecurities coming out. So this is also another way to remember energy actually started to clear out the emotion right so that energy sorry that emotion what was kept hidden and stored in the body um, is starting to be released so this is actually part of a healing process and um, a lot of people when they start losing weight they freak out from this all of these emotions because it's like unfamiliar it's a new thing. It's like it, you should feel good, but you're not feeling good. So that should is the problem there. How about dropping your should and just accepting what is happening in that moment? And you know what, guys? Like self-acceptance and self-compassion can be the really bottom of self-love at, at, moment, at the moment when we can't actually love ourselves. So self-compassion, self-love for, for self-acceptance um, for the moment when we go into anxiety, saying that, you know, it's okay to go through anxiety. I see myself. I hear myself. I am here for myself. As if it's like your best friend. If your best friend was going through things, you would not judge this person. You would give them a blanket, you would give them a hug, you'd make them a cup of tea, you would start listening to them, right? But this is the type of compassion sometimes we lack in ourselves. So it's okay to go through feelings and emotions, whatever they are. They're not there to break us. They're there to actually teach us. Um, even uh, something like depression, for example, when depression comes where you have you know absolute no motivation for anything you don't want to even get out of your bed right and what happens is we have resistance to that you know that's the conditioning again that's the conditioning of the productive world because this world is designed of economic um, growth and productivity and all of that which is very masculine so when we are in the bed and we don't want to get out of the bed, we would judge ourselves and we would have resistance to it. And we would want to get out of the bed and do things. And we would judge the part of ourselves who actually wants to be in the bed and depressed and just laying down all day or all week or all month. What if instead of judging and resisting to it, having like giving yourself that time and space to do that, do you want to stay in the bed for a week? Can you give yourself that without judging yourself? Like imagine how much self-love is in there. 
like you're not pushing yourself you like you know what I'm just actually not feeling like going to work today or checking my emails right now and I'm gonna give myself this time as long as it takes and maybe take days off from work maybe tell them that you are feeling unwell you know um if you're working for yourself you might be able to manage it a lot easier than other people because you know it will be it will be okay to not work for a day or two days or if there's a couple of things that you need to cancel that's okay tell them that you are sick because you really are sick like i mean you if you're feeling like no motivation for things it's pretty bad right it's very unnatural it's very unsettling feeling particularly for someone who feels always activated and um ready to go and ready to create and you know a lot of energy and a lot of active uh calling it will be different it will feel weird because I've been there I know what it is like it's like not nice to feel that um yet it's so important to recognize it happens it happens to you it happens to me it happens to people it's like we are people we are not perfect We need to heal, we need to purify parts of ourselves, we need to like go off the parts that are not no longer working and this this is how we also go through, you know, times to times, evolution, growth, happens this way. Partially there is something that was just not feeling well and good and it's just changing and the change, for us to go through change, which is sometimes where people really feel scared of, is partially um, the space for the change. People don't want to give themselves that space. And, you know, when transformation, when change, when when things are not feeling good, for example, in your work or in your relationship, there is a certain amount of fear that comes as well with it. So being present to that fear, you can learn so much from that. You know, you can journal through, you can ask to this emotion, like, why are you here? Like, what is the message you brought for me? You know, that is such a beautiful self-connection method to just ask yourself and be there for yourself. Even if you're angry, you know, you can be like, hey, anger, hello. (laughs) What is the message you brought for me today? And the anger will tell you. Anger will be like, hey, you know, got to call your lawyer for the situation, remember? And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) okay so these are little 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 examples to bring hopefully awareness if you are going through one of the situations for you to um take it with you please do that and if there's anything anything particularly you're going through that requires some emotional resilience which i'm going to share in my next podcast it will be about emotional resilience and the tools for that um however i'm always available for people to reach out to me for a like a session or even like coaching support or anything that you individually going through i'm available i want to make you know myself available for the situations i'm not going to work this week but uh, again i'm giving myself time but <laughs> i'll be able to book you for the next week and following weeks if you want to reach out my inbox is always open for people um yeah i trust that we are facebook friends or 
if you know me from another platform, which is LinkedIn, that is okay to send me a message from there as well. Okay, and... Um, what is the other one? The last thing yeah, I wanted to share is sometimes the way to move energy is moving our body. Um, and... You know, that stagnancy that comes with the emotion also moves within that as well. So you might be, it might be super unnatural if you're feeling not well and not want to move. But if you manage to find a music um, that talks to you and just even do a tiny bit of movement with that music, that might actually help you to... Um, Bring some of these emotions to the surface. And you know, all these little tools that I shared here, which I think they're really important and beautiful things to share, uh, are for someone who, you know, in general are not having any psychological condition. I should have said it before, I'm sorry, but um, if you are seeing a psychologist or if you have a condition these tools might not really apply to you because um, you might need more assistance when they actually rise up. You know, there might be like a bigger fireballs for someone. There might be something a little bit smallish for someone. So everyone's should take self-responsibility with these tools that are shared on the social media or the things that I'm sharing or you read an article somewhere always 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 make sure that this is something that talks to your situation as well because everyone's situation is different and you know when we doing these things like my intention is to truly support um, high achieving um, women and men to you know have this extra bit of support emotionally and energetically to thrive in this world and when they're feeling out of balance, they have a little tool to work with. Or they have this person like me to work with who can actually help them to bring back to the balance, you know, unconditionally. Like, I mean, non-judgmental ways, just witnessing and helping them and listening to them. And perhaps giving them an, a tool that they might not even know that is aware of, like, they might not know about it, you know. And this is what happens when I talk to people, when I have consultations with people. Most of the time they will leave the session completely different than how they started. And I'm just loving, loving, loving to see a lot of reflections, emails, uh, messages from people who I had like complimentary sessions. Um, because it made a change for them. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing for me to see. Um, so, and that is sometimes the tool and that is sometimes the space. It's kind of different for every person. This is why I'm saying if you require individual support, don't feel hesitant. Just reach out and um, I'll support you when I can. And this is kind of like my... Um, my gift to the world <laughs> and I love this and I work with this it's like not just my gift but it's my profession as well as the gift so I know where I'm good at 
this is why I'm talking about it. Um, so yeah, these are the three things I shared. Just very briefly, let's go over it. Very quickly is that number one is, is this yours? Number two is sitting with the emotion without any judgment around and just really going to the core of it and feeling like trying to understand what is exactly this emotion in you and what is the message behind it. And the third one is, is there any body practice that you could do today, whether it's a yoga session or a dance or anything that requires like a bushwalk or, you know, anything that you could move your body in a different way today to connect with that emotion that wanted to be expressed, that wanted to be released, that wanted to be uh, held in the safe way. And that your energy, when it starts moving freely, it will also free up the emotion. So this is how energy and emotion are connected to each other. <laughs> All right, it's been half an hour, guys, so I'm just going to go right now. Thank you so much, and I hope this helped you. Um, always, always send me if this is being great for you and helpful for you, and I love to hear from people. Um, and have a wonderful week, and be present with yourself, and give yourself that love as well as you're giving to others. Okay, bye. If you like my podcast, please do share it with the people you think who might love it as well. This would mean so much to my world. And if there's anything I can help you with, please directly reach out through the platform you're listening this message and the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Bye.